Hello from Suffolk, England, where it's a rainy day at last. Not so good for a daily walk, but the gardens and fields have been crying out for it. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Luke chapter 19, verse 10. It's Tuesday the 28th of April, in the year of our Lord 2020 and it's time for a dose of civilised calm to start your day. This is Mark's Almanac, your regular respite from the madness of World War V, recorded in the peace of the English countryside. Just before sunrising, while I was yet asleep, Mr Christian, officer of the watch, Charles Churchill, ship's corporal, John Mills, gunner's mate, and Thomas Burkett, seaman, came into my cabin, and seizing me, tied my hands with a cord behind my back, threatening me with instant death if I spoke or made the least noise. I called, however, as loud as I could in hopes of assistance, but they had already secured the officers who were not of their party by placing sentinels at their doors. There were three men at my cabin door, besides the four within. Christian had only a cutlass in his hand, the others had muskets and bayonets, I was hauled out of bed and forced on deck in my shirt, suffering great pain from the tightness with which they had tied my hands behind my back, held by Fletcher Christian and Charles Churchill, with a bayonet at my breast, and two men, Alexander Smith and Thomas Burkett, behind me, with loaded muskets cocked and bayonets fixed. I demanded the reason of such violence, but received no other answer than abuse for not holding my tongue. That's Captain Bly's description of the mutiny on the bounty which happened on this day in 1789. Almost immediately after being dragged on deck, he and a few loyal men were thrown into a boat and cast adrift on the open ocean. On this day, 19 years before that mutiny, Captain James Cook landed at Botany Bay in Australia. His ostensible mission had been to observe the transit of Venus, but he had been given secret, sealed orders from the Admiralty to open afterwards. They ordered him to search for the rumoured southern continent, Terra Australis. Botany Bay was his first landfall on the mainland, although Cook initially named it Stingray Bay. Also on this day, the Church of England remembers the martyrdom of Peter Chanel in 1841, a missionary to the South Pacific. Chief Musa Musa, who ordered his death, later converted and asked as penitents to be buried outside the church, where all those coming to venerate Chanel would have to walk over the chief's remains. Here's a poem, Ozymandias, by Percy Shelley. I met a traveller from an antique land, who said, Two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert, near them on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well those passions read which yet survive stamped on these lifeless things the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed and on the pedestal these words appear my name is ozymandias king of kings look on my works ye mighty and despair.
nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. That's almost all for today. If you know anyone who could use a touch of calm, do please share this. And to take your mind off the rain, there's a company called Wild Earth streaming live safaris from South Africa on YouTube. The Sunset Safari is at 2.30pm UK time. Find them online at wildearth.tv forward slash safari live or on YouTube at Wild Earth. If you need some music to wake up to, how about the new lockdown-inspired song from the Rolling Stones, Living in a Ghost Town? Once this place was humming and the air was full of drumming. Until tomorrow, stay civilised, keep calm, and please keep washing your hands. Have a lovely day. <laughs>